0: And good afternoon. You're listening to Ken Hudnall. This is the Ken Hudnall Show. Coming to you from our studios right here in exciting El Paso, Texas. Gateway to the Old West and the most haunted city in the country. Well, today is June 19th, the 170th day of the year. 195 days remain to the year's over with. And this is Juneteenth. President... Look at me, I'm Wonderful Biden, signed legislation in 2021. It made Juneteenth, which falls on June 19th, a federal holiday. Uh, it is the oldest nationally celebrated commemoration of the ending of slavery in the U.S. And it's, uh, as I said, a federal holiday, so nothing federally related is going to be open on Monday. Now, Juneteenth, as I said, National Martini Day, National Take-Your-Cat-To-Work Day, Artigas' birthday, uh, honoring Jose Gravasio Artigas Arnal, the father of Uruguayan nationhood, International Box Day, International Day for the Elimination of Sexual Violence and Conflict, National Free BDS Day, National Garfield the Cat Day, National Watch Day, Sacred Heart Day, United, uh, excuse me, World uh, Sauntering Day. Just go out for a stroll and keep walking, and World Sickle Cell Awareness Day. Alrighty. Let's see. Well, uh, well, I am, let's see if this is it, 936 AD, Louis the 4th is crowned king of France. 1179, a Norwegian battle of Kavskinnet outside the, the Darros. Uh, Earl Erling Saki is killed and the battle changes the tithed civil war. 1205, Pope Innocent III, and he was not innocent by any means, fires Adolf I as Archbishop of Cologne. 1269, King Louis IX of France decrees all Jews have to wear a yellow badge in public or be Find 10 livres of silver 1286 revenue mayor of Rothenburg imprisoned in the fortress of uh, incest 1306 the Earl of Pembroke's army defeats Robert the Bruce's Scottish army at the Battle of Methven uh, Robert the Bruce is one of my ancestors 1464 French King Louis the forms the postal service 1502, Emperor Maximilian I in England signed a treaty of Antwerp. Uh, 1572, garrison under Adrian von Swieten occupy Oudwater. 1586, French colonists sail from Roanoke Island in North Carolina. Uh, 1588, Spanish armadas heavily damaged in storms in the Bay of Biscay along the Galician coast of Spain. And some of the ships go back to Karuna. For repairs. 1603, Murga Bien arrested for witchcraft in Fuldor, Germany. That's part of the Fuldor witch trials. She had about 250 people who were burned at the stake for witchcraft. 1610, Samuel Champlain and his French army defeat the Mohawk people at the Battle of Sorel in New France. That's present-day Sorel-Tracy in Quebec. 1631, Peace of Sorosco, uh, Charles D. Gonzaga Nevers becomes Duke of Mantua. 1669, the Polish Parliament selects uh, little while Michael Wisniopoiecki as king. 1741, Russian mathematician Leonhard Euler uh, leaves uh, St. Petersburg for a position at the Berlin Academy. It was offered to him by Frederick the Great of Prussia. 1754, Albany Congress uh, held by seven British colonies and Iroquois Indians 1770 Emanuel Swedenborg reports the completion of the second coming of Christ in his work true Christian religion 1770 General Church of New Jerusalem uh, is established 1778 Washington troops finally Valley Forge 1790 French Revolution, National Assembly issues a decree abolishing the titles, orders, and other privileges of the French nobility. 1807, Admiral Dimitri Senevin destroys the Ottoman fleet in the Battle of Athos. 1816, Battle of Seven Oaks between Northwest Company and Hudson Bay Company near Winnipeg, Manitoba take place on this date. 1819, HMS Kite. Chases the steamship S.S. Savannah on its historic voyage across the Atlantic for three hours off the coast of Ireland. They believed it to be on fire. Unable to catch the steamship, HMS Kite fires warning shots, forcing it to stop and be inspected to the amazement of the British. 1821. Decisive defeat of the Greek Revolutionary Society Palenque Etraria by the Ottomans of in uh, Wallachia. 1825. Giocino Rossini's uh, Il Viago Irems uh, premieres. 1829, Robert Peel introduces the Metropolitan Police Act of 1829 into Parliament to establish a unified police force for London. It's the city's first modern police force, and they were known as the Bobbies. Uh, They wore top hats. 1835, New Orleans gives the U.S. government Jackson Square to be used as a mint. 1846, first officially recognized baseball game played by cartwright rules. New York Nines, 23, defeat the Knickerbockers, 1, at Hoboken in New Jersey. 1861, the Anaheim Post Office is established. Also in 1861, uh, Francis Pierpont is elected provisional governor of West Virginia. 1862 on this date slavery outlawed in US territories 1863 the battle at Middleburg Virginia over a hundred casualties 1864 CSS Alabama sunk by the USS Kearsarge off Sherberg in France 1864 a skirmish at Pine Knob Georgia 1865 Union General Gordon Granger declared slaves are free in Texas that's now the date the end of slavery celebrated across the U.S. is juneteenth. 1867, first Belmont Stakes takes place. Gilbert Kilpatrick aboard Ruthless Winds in three minutes and five seconds. 1868, Major General ERS Canby removes the mayor of Columbia, South Carolina. 1875, formal opening of U.S. Marine Hospital at the Presidio in San Francisco. Also in eighteen seventy five, the Herzgovian rebellion against the Ottoman Empire begins. 1881, Muhammad Ahmad becomes the body of Sudan. 1894, 28th Belmont, Willie Sims aboard Henry of Navarre wins in uh, 156.5. Uh, 1897, Major League Baseball, Baltimore Orioles outfielder Wee Willie Keelers, then the record 44 game hitting streak ends. Also, in 1897, U.S. National Championship in women's tennis. 1895 title holder Juliet Atkinson beats uh, defending champion Elizabeth Moore, six three six three four six three six six three. 1900 Republican Party Party nominates President William McKinley for re-election. Chooses a new candidate for vice president, Theodore Roosevelt. 1908 British Open Men's Golf, Prestwick. G.C., Scotsman James Braid wins his fourth championship by eight strokes from Tom Ball. 1910, first airship in service. It's called the Germany. 1910, Father's Day celebrated for the first time in Spokane, Washington. 1912, Tennessee University is established as the Tennessee Agriculture and Industrial State Normal School for Negroes in Nashville, Tennessee. 1913, Natives Land Act. Act number 27 passed in South Africa, confines Africans to hopelessly overcrowded reserves and deprives them of rights to purchase land outside the native reserves. 1914 British Open men's golf, Prestwick G.C. Harry Varden of New Jersey wins the record sixth Open Championship, three strokes ahead of defending champion J.H. Taylor. nineteen seventeen. The British royal family, which has strong German ties since George I announces its German names and titles and renounces its German names and titles, adopts the name of Windsor. 1919. Opposed to dismemberment of Turkey by the Allies, Mustafa Kemal declares his Turkish National Congress, headquartered in Ankara, independent of Constantinople. 1921 census held in Great Britain. Also in 1921, Turks and Christians of Palestine signed a friendship treaty against the Jews. 1922, Pavel Nermi runs a world record 5,000 meters. 14 minutes, 28.2 seconds. He was known as the Flying Finn. 1923, comic strip Moon Mullins debuts 1924. Um, i uh runs a world record 1500 meters three minutes 52.6 seconds 50 minutes later sets a 5,000 meter world record 14 minutes 28.2 seconds also runs a, a run world record three-mile time of 14 minutes and two seconds within the event in the Finnish Olympic trials in Helsinki 1926 Ford Bailey is first African American to perform on Nashville's Grand Ole Opry. 1931, first photoelectric cell installed commercially in West Haven, Connecticut. 1932, the first concert given in San Francisco's uh, Stern Grove. Also in thirty-two, hailstones killed 200 in Hunan Province in China. 1933, Austrian government uh, run by Dolphus bans Nazi organizations. 1934, Federal Communications Commission created. 1936, Dutch Prime Minister Hendrikus um, Collision denies relation with German Call Girl. 1936 also saw the German boxer Max Smelling knock out uh, up-and-coming African-American he- heavyweight uh, Joe Lewis in 12 rounds at uh, Yankee State in New York. 1936, Joe McCarthy's named to manage American League All-Stars rather than high-strung Mickey Cochran, who's uh, frankly close to a nervous breakdown. 1937, Francisco Franco's troops conquered the Bilbao Bosque. 1937, also saw the LPGA Western Open Women's Golf, Beverly uh, Country Club. Helen Hicks wins the first of her two major titles, defeated amateur B. Barrett six and five in the final. 1937, second of two lengthy recording sessions by Delta Blues magician Robert Johnson with producer Don Law at the Vitagraph Studios in Dallas, Texas. 1938, Olympian flyer Express train crashes in Montana, forty-seven people are killed. 1938, also saw the FIFA World Cup final. State Olympic de Colombes in uh, Paris, France. Luigi Kalasig and Silvio Pell they each score two goals as Italy beats Hungary 4-1. 1938 Reds Johnny Vandermeer extends his string of hitless baseball innings to 21 and two-thirds before Debs Garms uh, singles for Boston in the fourth. 1940 German 7th Armored Division under the command of Uh, Erlen Rommel occupies Cherbourg. 1940 also saw Hermann Goering order the seizure of Dutch horses, cars, buses, and ships. 1941 Romania ordered Jewish evacuation of Darabani. Also in 1941 Soviet anthropologist Michael Garisant opens the tomb of Timurid Empire founder Timur and allegedly finds the inscription that whoever opens the tomb shall unleash an invader more terrible than I. Well, three days later, Germany invaded Russia. So that prophecy was fulfilled. Also, in '41, President Roosevelt signs the Two Ocean Navy Expansion Act. 1942, Paul Weiner is seventh to get 3,000 baseball hits. 1943, and FL's Philadelphia Eagles and Pittsburgh Steelers merge. It's uh, the mergers dissolve December the 5th. Uh, 1944 five with the Magnificent Eleven photos taken by Robert Kappa during the D-Day landings at Omaha Beach in Normandy is first published in Life magazine Robert Capa was a photojournalist who was rather fairly well known 1944 French troops flee Elba. also in 1944 heavy air raid on US fleet at Guam known as the turkey shoot in 1944 saw so Japanese troops conquered Changsha China And another 1944 event, World War II, first day of the second day of the 2 day battle of the Philippine Sea. U.S. Naval Forces defeat the Japanese fleet. 1945, El Teniente Mine accident, and 355 men die from smoke inhalation from a fire in the Andes, uh, Jilly. 1946, first TV sports boxing spectacular, Joe Louis knocks out Billy Kahn. 1947, first plane an F-80 to exceed 600 miles per hour, uh, was done. Flown by Albert Boyd of Murak, California. 1948, Panama, and Costa Rica recognize Israel. 1952, I've got a secret. Debuts on CBS TV with Gary Moore as the host. Um, 1952, Brooklyn Dodgers, Carl Erskine no hits, Chicago Cubs five to nothing. 1953, Albert Dent, elected president of the U.S. National Health Council. Also in 53, WCSC TV Channel 5 in Charleston, South Carolina begins broadcasting. It was a CBS channel. Also in 1953, WTPA TV Channel 27 in Harrisburg PA first broadcast. It was a um, an ABC affiliate. 1954, LPGA Women's Open Golf. Glen Flora Country Club. Betty Jameson wins 6 and 5 over Louis Suggs in the final. 1954. Tasmanian Devil debuts in Devil May Hare by Warner Brothers. I like that. Also in 54, U.S. Open Men's Golf. Walter Russell um, GC. Ed Furgo wins his only major title. One stroke ahead of runner up, Gene Litter, Littler. 1954. Five, Mickey Mantle. It's a career home run, number 100. In 1955, Philadelphia Phillies beat the Chicago Cubs 1 to nothing in 15 innings. Ties the longest shutout in club history. 1955, U.S. Open Men's Golf, uh, the Olympic uh, Country Club. Jack Fleck wins an 18 hole playoff by three strokes to claim his only major title, denied Ben Hogan a record fifth U.S. Open title. 1956, Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin in their partnership after 10 years and 16 films. 1959, Senate rejects Ike's appointment of Louis Strauss for Secretary of Commerce. 1960, the first Copa Libertadores final, Ocean Luis Cabilla scores um, a 93-foot equalizer for Pinarol of Uruguay in a one-to-one draw against uh, Paraguay. Went two to one uh, on aggregate after taking the first leg, uh, one to nothing, in Montevideo. Uh, 1960, Loretta Lynn, singer-songwriter, records I'm a Honky Tonk Girl. 1961, Little Egypt um, by the Coasters. Peaks at number 23 on the chart. 1961, Charlie Finley changes um, the Oakland A's manager, Joe Gordon, for Hank Bauer. 1961 also saw Kuwait declare independence from the UK uh, 1961 Yankees Roger Maris hits his 25th of 61 home runs also in 1961 US Supreme Court struck down a provision in Maryland's Constitution requiring state office holders to believe in God 1963 two Russian space missions returned to earth also in 63 charter members of Canadian's Football Hall of Fame are chosen Also in 63, Greek government of Pininolis forms. On that same day in 63, Valentina Tereskova, first woman in space, comes back to Earth. 1964, Bob Dylan completes his UK tour. Only problem is nobody could understand a word he said. 1964, Cambur, Lou BVO soccer team forms in Lou 1964, Civil Rights Act of 64 passes 73 to 27 Uh, 1964 Luther Burbank home and Gardens, home of the famous horticulturist is designated a national historical Landmark, in Santa Rosa, California. 1965 Algerian coup under Colonel Harari Boumediene overthrows President Ben Bella. 1965 KYWAM in Cleveland, Ohio. Returns call letters to Philadelphia. On 1967, Paul McCartney admits on TV he took LSD. They explain some of the Beatles songs. 1968, 50,000 participate in Solidarity Day March, a Poor People's Campaign. They didn't donate any money to them, but they marched with them. 1969, state troopers ordered to Cairo, Illinois to quell racial disturbances. 1970, Hey, Nikolaev and V. Sevastinov return after 18 days in the Soyuz 9 space station, don't you know? Also in 1970, conservatives led by Edward Heath win the British parliamentary election. 1970, Jim Booten's controversial baseball diary, Ball Four, is published. Also in 1970, the Patent Cooperation Treaty is signed. 1971, Mayor declared state of emergency in Columbus, Georgia, due to racial disturbances. I'm going to tell you, I was there and it was touch and go. 1972, Tropical Storm Agnes upgraded to a hurricane, makes landfall in Panama City. It eventually killed 128 people. 1972, a Catholic civilian is shot dead by the provisional Irish Republican Army in the Crack Cup Social Club in Belfast. 1972, hundreds of thousands of holidaymakers face flight delays and cancellations after pilots threaten a strike over hijack fears. Also in 72, Secretary of State for Northern Ireland William Whitelaw concedes special category status or political status for paramilitary prisoners in Northern Ireland. 1973, Rocky Horror Picture Show, stage production first. Uh, Opens in London, written by Richard O'Brien, directed by Jim Shireman, and starring Tim Curry. I saw the movie pretty good. In 1973, Pete Rose of the Cincinnati Reds and Lee Davis and the Dodgers both record uh, the 2000th major league career hit. Rose, a single and 4 to nothing win over the San Francisco Giants, and Davis, a home run and 3 to nothing win over the Atlanta Braves. 1974, Kansas City Royals pitcher Steve Busby throws his second career no-hitter, beats Milwaukee Brewers 2-0. 1974, the Yemen Arab Republic suspends its constitution. That's northern Yemen, don't you know? 1976, Viking 1 goes into Martian uh, Martian orbit after a 10-month flight from Earth. 1977, Major League Baseball Cleveland Indians fire manager Frank Robinson and replace him with Jeff Twarborg. 1977 Pope Paul VI makes the 19th century Bishop John Newman the first US male saint also in 77 the Red Sox had a three-game record of 16 home runs all against the Yankees um, also in 77 US Open Golf Southern Hills Country Club Hubert Green shoots 200 278 to beat Lou Graham by one stroke 1978, the best little whorehouse in Texas, opens at the 46th Street uh, Theater in New York City for 1,577 performances. 1978, Garfield, the comic strip, created by Jim Davis, first appears as a comic strip on this date. 1978, Ian Botham makes 8-34 against Pakistan, his best test cricket bowling. This is a cricket history. 1979, in New York City, 36,211 show up to witness the return of Billy Martin as the manager of the New York Yankees. 1979, Molly's Constitution goes into effect. 1980, battle between police and demonstrators in Cape Town, 34 are killed. 1981, boxing, uh, Boeing commercial Chinook uh, two-rotor helicopter certified. 1981, European Space Agency's uh, area uh, carries two satellites into orbit. Also in 81, Glastonbury Festival in Piltdown, England opens up. 1981, heaviest known orange uh, exhibited in Nels Pruitt in South Africa. is 2.5 kilograms. In 1981, India's Apple satellite, the first to be stabilized on three axes, is launched. Okay, I have a lot of long laundry list of things that happened on this date, but that takes up too much time. You know, everybody's aware of the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. But not everybody is aware of all the deaths of witnesses that took place. Now, everybody says Lee Harvey Oswald was the assassin. But you know he was never charged? And there wasn't enough evidence to convict him if he had been charged. His cause of death was a single gunshot one delivered by uh, Jack Ruby. Um, and Ruby supposed that the reason for shooting him was not forcing President Kennedy's widow to go through a criminal trial with the accused. Now, everything, frankly, that Ruby said was it's uh, sort of the wildest stuff you ever want to hear. Now Jack Ruby <coughs> <coughs> Well? Excuse me. Jack Ruby himself died of cancer. Now he maintained throughout the entire time he was in jail, he'd actually been injected with cancer cells. And although that claim seems a little wild, it's much more relevant than first meets the eye. It's now known that a rapid onset supercancer was being developed for use as a bioweapon to uh, be deployed against Fidel Castro. And of course, Ruby was in the same nexus as those developing the bioweapon and would have had knowledge of its development. And his cancer was rapid onset and occurred shortly after he was granted a new trial which time he'd have been able to present uh, evidence that wasn't presented the first time. And there was a number of inconsistencies. Uh, In the entire Ruby scenario, there was no motive for him to have killed Oswald other than Ruby's extensive links to the mafia and the U.S. intelligence. He was involved in anti-Cuban gun running operations in which, uh, in fact, he was heavily involved. And he knew all the players in the assassination uh, group, from Chicago mobsters to anti-Castro CIA agents to the Dallas police officers. He even knew Lear Oswald. Oswald was seen a number of times at the Carousel Club, which is Ruby's club. And Ruby was clearly in fill of his wife, both before and after the shooting of Oswald. Uh, police officers reported he was actually very relieved when told Oswald died from his wounds. This fear then manifested in the fact that he wasn't safe in a Dallas jail, and he begged uh, Chief Justice Earl Warren to take him to Washington, where he'd be able to explain the entire scenario. Warren, of course, denied the request. And the, the occurrence of Ruby's rapid onset cancer coincided with medical visits to him in jail from a well-known uh, MKUltra expert. Now that was the top secret CIA program, part of which was aimed at using drugs, hypnotism, and anything else available to control an individual's will. Because remember, the best assassin's one that doesn't know he's an assassin. Well, <clears throat> the uh, next individual. Now, the next individual to make our list of um, potential witnesses at Dodd was Jack Zangetti. He was a mobster with links to the Chicago mob, managed a high-end casino in Oklahoma that was popular with the High Rollers, and through this remote nature, used to host high-level national mafia meetings, died of multiple gunshots unsolved murder found dead in a swimming pool multiple gunshot wounds to the chest uh, he appeared to have been dead in the water for almost two weeks now he made one of the uncanny pred- one of the most uncanny predictions in history right before uh, Jack Ruby killed Oswald Changetty told friends on November 23rd that a man named Ruby is going to kill Oswald tomorrow and in a few days, a member of Frank Sinatra's family, member of Frank Sinatra's family, would be kidnapped just to take some of the attention away from the assassination. Um, and Ruby did shoot Oswald the next day. And Frank Sinatra's son was kidnapped a few days later. So Zangetti apparently had foreknowledge. And working backward from one to two weeks estimate, about being found dead in the swimming pool, his. Uh, Murder would have taken place shortly after making those statements. And a further coincidence, uh, a further confidence to friends from Zenghetti was that three other men, not Oswald, killed the president. Oswald was just an easy patsy. Then the next one on our list is Melba Christine Marchades. She... Uh, Best known as Rose Shirami. Um, she died September 4th, 1965, hit and run auto accident. Official verdict it was an accident. Now, she was part of a heroin smuggling ring in which she was forced to participate. According to best evidence, that um, other members of the ring threatened to harm her child. They were holding until she finished performing as a drug courier. Uh, for the One network. And it's been substantiated by multiple parties that she actually correctly predicted how, where, and when President Kennedy would be assassinated. And although she died from a head wound after being run over by a car, she also had a large uh, round wound in her head, leading to speculation she may have been shot first and then run over to make the death appear to be accidental were faced with very limited information at the scene or maybe it was people of influential means the police ruled the death was uh, accidental. accidental autopsy report vanished evidence of the gunshot wound was uh, very clear but ignored well, it's if you've got political clout as we have seen here in El Paso, you can violate the wall of impunity. Let's talk about Karen Koopsenet, November 28, 1963. Died of a broken neck. Official verdict, murder. Medical examiner in the case had a habit of breaking the necks of corpses in his care, making the initial assumptions correct. Uh, suspect. Now, it's rumored she made a phone call predicting Kennedy's murder. A number of inconsistencies concerning her death uh, turned up. Now, she was the daughter of um, Irv Kupcinek, one of the most popular newspaper columnists in the country at the time and a celebrity in his own right. She moved to Hollywood to establish an acting career and was fairly successful, making appearances on a number of popular TV shows, and even a couple of movies. She was found dead in her Hollywood apartment, November 30th, 1963. It was um, medically approximated by the advanced state of decomposition she had been dead for two or three days before she was found. So that means she died about eight, on November 28th, 1963. In addition to the large amount of drugs in her body, it was determined her neck had been broken by manual strangulation. So the presumption was she'd been murdered. Now, the key suspect was Hollywood actor Andrew Prine, who was uh, Karen's boyfriend, and I've seen him in a number of things. They'd been having problems, and so far as Karen wanted a serious relationship with him, and he just wasn't really into it. And there were apparently no fingerprints of either Prine or David Lang, a neighbor who was also a suspect, found in her apartment. Two sets of fingerprints that went unidentified were found at the crime scene. Um, According to uh, information gathered, she had spoken to a new Prine at midnight and was dead 30 minutes later. Of course, the evidence was insufficient to indict Mr. Pryne, uh, or anybody else for that matter. So it still carried as an unsolved murder. Now it was initially reported by one of the many authors about the Kennedy assassination that uh, Karen had screamed into a telephone to an operator Kennedy was going to be killed, and she did that prior to the assassination. The woman dialed her local operator about Twenty minutes before the shooting in Dallas, stated he was going to be shot, and, uh, and the individual who made that statement did not identify herself. But the assumption was it was Kubatynik. Now she was found in her Hollywood apartment in an advanced state of decomposition. Clearly, she'd been dead for several days found in the living room, she was nude, lying face down on the couch with her face on a pillow. Television set was playing, no vomit present. There was a lamp, and other household items been knocked over. A lot of cigarette butts were on the floor in the living room. And there were disturbances throughout the house. In fact, the whole house had been ransacked and was a mess except for the bathroom where she'd apparently taken a shower. And there was a towel on the floor of the bathroom it was determined to have been recently wet and there was a bathroom on a chair in the living room and her hairbrush and her nightgown were placed neatly on her bed so somebody was searching for something well keep in mind that um A number of associations, I guess you could say, with the Kennedy assassination applied to quite a number of people. Let's talk about Grant Stockdale, who was a close friend of Kennedy. He died December 2nd, 1963. He was a wheeler dealer in the highest echelons of the Democratic Party, former ambassador to Ireland, and close friend of Kennedy. He fell or was pushed from his office window on the 13th floor of the DuPont building in Midtown uh, Miami. Official uh, verdict was suicide. No. His behavior was normal. He came into the office for work on a Monday morning, pleasant, conversed amiably with everybody, it didn't seem suicidal. Police placed the time of uh, death at 10:17 a.m. The only other person in the victim's office at that moment would have been his killer. Who, due to circumstances, uh, could easily have entered the office without being seen? Um, but there were a number of inconsistencies. No suicide note was found. He had apparently um, been mixed up with some very serious political, uh, mixed up in some very serious political shenanigans. He was a big wheel in the Democratic Party and a person of considerable influence in Washington. Also mixed up in the corruption of the Bobby Baker scandal. Also involved in matters related to another brilliant column of corruption involving the seven billion dollar F-111 contract to Texas General Dynamics Corporation. Both of those scandals threatened to uh, ruin Lyndon. I'm going to be King Johnson politically. The official line given out was that Stockdale committed suicide because he was depressed about the murder of his friend JFK, which is something of a weak supposition. Uh, he was certainly hard-headed as his record shows and hard-headed folks don't kill themselves because a friend has been murdered even if it's the president of the united states research has established on november 26 63 he flew to washington dc and met with JFK's brother robert and edward kennedy Uh, on his return he told several of his friends the world's closing in december 1st 63 he talked to his attorney william Frates, who Describe, described their uh, conversation he said uh, stockdale started uh talking didn't make much sense he said something about these guys trying to get him and then talked about the assassination and that was the day before he went flying through the window of his 13th floor office his daughter stated publicly her father knew he was being followed he told him mother that some people are out to get him and that's She had an attempt on her own life several days after her father's funeral, and she believed the attempt on her life was a way to coerce her mother into remaining silent, which actually worked. Well, for those reasons, some researchers have speculated that Stockdale figured out that anti-Castro intelligence operation had been hijacked and turned against President Kennedy, and for that reason, Stockdale had to be killed. Well... Keep in mind that when you start dealing with the intelligence world, um, you never know what's going to happen. Well, we got two newspaper reporters on the list. Jim Coth, September 21st, 1964, and Bill Hunter, April 23rd, 1964. Uh, Cothar was killed by a karate chop to the neck and Hunter was shot by a policeman uh, police uh, later explained that um, that Coles had been the victim, had been a victim who surprised the burglar and the burglar killed him and Hunter was uh, in fact if I remember correctly it happened in a police station and it was an accidental shooting well, one of the things the burglar took in regard to Coth was all of Coth's notes on the JFK assassination. He was getting ready to do a book. Um, in regard to Hunter, according to the story, a policeman was re- playing around at quick-drawing his weapon from its holster and pointed a load of gun at Hunter, and it accidentally went off and killed him. <clears throat> now, I would... Tend to question that, but who am I? Then one of the most famous witnesses to die was Dorothy Kilgallen, nationally syndicated columnist, uh, panel member on What's My Line. She died November 8, 1965. Cause of death was a high level of barbiturates combined with alcohol. Um, Officially, the verdict was suicide or maybe an accidental overdose. Now, she had told friends she had obtained She was the only person to get a chance to have a private conversation with Ruby after he was arrested. And she told friends that she had obtained information regarding JFK assassination and would bust this case wide open. And she vowed to everybody she was going to crack the case. And as I said, she was the only reporter who had a private interview with Ruby after he shot Oswald. After the interview, she uh, told friends that she's going to blow the JFK's, K, JFKK sky high. She implied she was saving important information garnered from that interview and from her investigation, including a book that she's working on, which uh, she felt certain would be a blockbuster. It's going to be called Murder One. Now, she was aware of the untimely and suspicious deaths of reporters Bill Hunter and Jim Colson. She gave a backup copy of her material on JFK to her close friend, uh, Florence Pritchett Smith. Now, there was no question that the death scene was staged and her book notes vanished. Uh, Florence Pritchett Smith died the next day, and the backup notes that uh, Kilgallen had given her vanished number of inconsistencies were uh, dramatic in both number and content, primarily related to the crime scene staging. And whoever staged the crime scene at Kilgallen's home made a number of mistakes, but uh, our gallant minions of the law overlooked them. She was a very famous news reporter whose gossip column was read by millions of people on a daily basis. And she was so famous, in fact, that she herself had become a Hollywood-type celebrity. She was a regular guest on the TV show What's My Line? And what made her famous as far as the JFK assassination was a far different matter. She had been trusted with highly confidential information by none other than Jack Ruby, the man who'd forever silenced uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, the alleged assassin, Kilgallen was, in fact, the only reporter allowed an exclusive private interview with Ruby at the Dallas jail, apparently requested by Ruby. And what transpired during the interview still unknown, due to Kilgallen's uh, premature death and the vanishing of all her notes. But right after the interview took place. Dorothy promised she'd break the JFK case wide open and her new upcoming book would include information of a startling nature. Her information apparently in reference to one of her upcoming columns that um, may have contained an important excerpt from the book was specific and her exact words to a friend were in five more days, I'm going to bust this case wide open. That was the scenario right prior to her death. Now, she was found dead on the third floor of her five-story Manhattan apartment home just off Park Avenue. Medical examiner determined she died from acute ethanol and barbiturate intoxication and also noted circumstances undetermined. The link, of course, was the JFK assassination. She opened the attack to cover up and whitewash in her very prominent newspaper column. And as I said, she was the only reporter who was granted a private interview with Jack Ruby after he murdered Oswald. And she took a lot of notes, but hadn't yet discussed what those notes said. She was apparently saving all her info for on the JFK assassination for her upcoming book, which she was sure would be a blockbuster, and it probably would have been, and would have blown the lid off the cover-up surrounding the assassination. Now a version of that book not containing her JFK material was published posthumously. So it was known that Dorothy had extensive notes from her research as well as her private interview with Ruby. In fact it was known to some of her friends she typically carried those notes around on her person because of how important they were. But the search of her apartment after her death did not reveal anything. No material on JFK was ever found. It was rumored that her friend of many years Flo Pritchard had a toured affair with Jack Kennedy, both before and after he became president. And friends reported their romance lasted for a good many years, and one of only two such affairs the present that were serious and long-lasting. The other was Mary Meyer. She was also murdered. Darth reportedly gave a backup copy of her notes on the JFK case to Flo Pritchard, who died uh, the day after Kill did, allegedly of leukemia. And the JFK material was never located at her Manhattan apartment either. Now, if you look at Cole Gallen's comments and columns in their totality, she seemed to put together some very important points that were highly pertinent to the JFK assassination. And she made some extremely prescient points. She said that there was a connection between Jack Ruby. Dallas police officer J.D. Tippett, who supposedly was shot by Oswald, and a Texas oil millionaire, presumably H.L. Hunt, who many places uh, playing a role in the organizing the assassination. She also said Oswald was in too many places at too many times and by, seen by too many uh, people who gave too many differing descriptions to be uh, the movements of one individual. Oswald had linkage to U.S. intelligence, and U.S. intelligence was nervous about it and covered up something about their relationship with him. Marina Oswald herself, suspected by the CIA of being a KGB asset, knew the truth about Oswald. If she ever told, it, then it dramatically altered public perceptions of the assassination, according to one of her columns. If people knew the whole story about Marina's life with President Kennedy's alleged assassination would split open the front pages of newspapers all over the world. Well, Kilgallen knew something was rotten in Denmark. One of the, an excerpt from one of her columns said even if Marina Oswald uh, explained why her late husband looks so different in an official police photo and a wildly printed full-length picture featured on the cover of Life magazine, it would cause a sensation. She also knew the real Oswald story was being suppressed. Another column said it appears that Washington knows or suspects something about Lee Harvey Oswald that doesn't want Dallas and the rest of the world to know about. Oswald uh, passed on not only to his uh, shudderly reward, but to the mysterious realm of classified persona, whose whole story is known only to a few government agents. So you have to ask yourself, why is Oswald being kept in the shadows? As Dimah figures, they can make him, while the defense tries to rescue his alleged killer with the help of information from the FBI. So the question becomes, who was Oswald anyway? Well, Kilgallen herself had strong links to the Anna Castro community. It's rumored she was a CIA media asset, which would make sense. And they regularly fed her information for her column, which originated from the same anti-Castro camps that Oswald was immersed in. And she expressed the knowledge in her column that Marilyn had been having affairs with, Marilyn Monroe, that is, had been having affairs with Kennedy, and also with Attorney General Robert Kennedy, and realized that that may have been linked to Marilyn's death. Dorothy told friends that whom she trusted she was very close to discovering who really killed JFK. She also explained to friends that the reason she hadn't gone public yet on her private interview with Ruby, the fact she never written or uttered a word about it publicly, was because she was marshalling all her facts for her new book, which she was very excited about and confident would be a bestseller. She was having some financial problems and saw the book as the answer to them. So the rumor was that she had a lot of information she hadn't yet released. She also said she knew she was under surveillance, which is why she took the unprecedented step of uh, releasing, uh, giving copies of her information to her friends. She explained to close friends she'd received death threats and certain individuals found out what information she possessed. She very likely would be killed. She planned a trip to New Orleans. It was a very cloak and daggerish. and told friends that uh, she'd break the case within the next five days. Well, right before her planned trip to New Orleans, she was found dead. Laying on a bed she never slept in, in full makeup, and she had a book that she'd already finished reading that made it look as if she had died while reading the book. She pieced together some of the main players whom she believed played key roles in the Kennedy assassination, including David Ferry and Texas billionaire H.L. Hunt. Now, she realized that Ruby had also been involved, and she was investigating Ruby's connection to the Texas Mafia, which is run by Carlos Marcello and Dallas police officers, including J.D. Tippett. She obviously had noted it was far too coincidental that Ruby, prior to the assassination, had owned Oswald, Ferry, and Tippett On November 8, 1965, she was found dead in her apartment shortly after coming back from Dallas where she interviewed Jack Ruby and was conducting her own off-the-books investigation. She revealed secret transcripts of Ruby's testimony in her column. Learned from a meeting three weeks before the assassination at Ruby's uh, Carousel Club that there had been a lot of... um, of the name players were involved. Present at that meeting were Ruby, Officer Tippett, Bernard Weissman, and a mysterious fourth party. You have to excuse me, the peanut gallery's tuning up. There's some folks out front. And it is a fact when she came back to New York, she she uh, discovered that Ruby and Officer J.D. Tippett had been friends, and they were seen together at Ruby's Carousel Club uh, at a meeting two weeks before the assassination in the company of Bernard Weissman, who placed a JFK wanted for treason newspaper ad in the Dallas newspapers November 22nd. And if you study the Warren Commission report, Kilgallen deduced that the meeting had also reported to Chief Justice Warren, uh, and that the identity of the fourth man, which he had been able to ascertain, had been reported to Warren as a. Rich Texas oil man, which is how Earl Warren described him in the official transcript. She also said she discovered something that's going to break the case wide open. And she told that same story to her next-door neighbor, her hairdresser, her agent, her publisher, the producer, and the host of Nightlife. Well, many researchers have suggested that mysterious uh, person named Rod Pataki, a young debonair man who had been very close with Dorothy, may have been involved in her death, Pataki had been accused of having links with the CIA, and of attending assassination training. The and the, the suspicion, was his sudden friendship with Dorothy was insincere and actually a means to gain access, and order to help her commit suicide. Well, that raises a lot of interesting questions, but we've run out of time for today. I'll be back and talk more about it tomorrow. Until then, this is Ken Hodnel for the Ken Hodnell Show, saying have a truly great evening.